Hey, hey, you're listening to Pueblo's Health, a podcast by the Pueblo Department of Public Health and Environment. I'm your host today, Tristan Garcia, communications specialist here at PDPH&E, and I am glad you've taken the time out of your day to learn about public health in Pueblo. So excited you've joined us back on your one-stop shop for all things public health here at Pueblo's Health. And I'm uh, glad to introduce you to our guest today, Melinda Sentence, Health Promotion Specialist here at the Health Department. Melinda, how are you today? Good. How are you, Tristan? Very good. And I'm glad you've joined the show because this is a program I've been excited to work with over the last few months since I've been at the Health Department. Such great work going on in the Overdose Data to Action program. For our listeners, please tell us what that program is all about. All right, so the um, Overdose Data to Action program is actually a CDC-funded, uh, comes from the CDC, and CDPHE um, is pretty much our pay, so we get paid. Uh, Pueblo County got paid for that, gets paid for that. And um, so I focus on different strategies. The one most important is to reduce overdose death caused by opiates. And what I do here, I have a few strategies in place. For example, um, safe use, safe storage, and safe disposal of medication. And I try to educate the community on, hey, Pueblo has four safe medication disposal sites. Drop off your unused and unwanted medication rather than flush them down the toilet. Now that, I think, is a common misconception a lot of people may have, that if you're getting rid of them, you just flush them and they go away, and that's not quite the case. That is not quite the case, and the FDA actually has a list on their website of flushable medication, but it is highly recommended to bring them either to those free, safe disposal medication boxes, or even use a recipe that was published on the FDA website where you take your unused and unwanted medication and put them in something like cat litter or dirt and don't crush them up, just keep them in a sit-log bag and come trash day, throw them out. Melinda, I've also heard that if you don't have a cat and you don't have cat litter around the house, Coffee grounds. Coffee is that a real grounds. thing people can yes, use? Tristan, you got it. Coffee grounds. So yes. you can take those old narcotics or pills, put them in your coffee grounds, just let them sit there and throw them away. It's yes, easy as that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's great. Well, a, a good step in preventing some of those overdose deaths and that data your collection or data collection that you're actually pulling together, where can people find that? What are some of the data points that you're pulling for the public? Okay, so I do what I do is I don't collect exactly data, but our substance use dashboard on pdbhe.gov has all of that information. And we collect different, um, our epidemiologist collects different information regarding uh, overdose deaths the types of overdose death, and naloxone used, emergency uh, personal who's been called out to an overdose situation, and also self-reported data on fentanyl testing strips that have tested positive. And that's something I think people are scared of in the community. And hopefully you can talk a little bit more about that. Fentanyl has become one of those words that people hear all the time. It's very closely associated with unintended deaths that are taking place. And talk a little bit more about that. So uh, fentanyl is actually a medication that was used or is used for uh, end of cancer patients that are in severe, severe pain. Uh, Now, like with so many other things, people have... Um, 
copied, I would say, the recipe and manufacture it to make it, to sell it outside in the community. So with that, um, fentanyl is the manufactured one from people who don't have any um, clue. Yes, it's very bad, but we cannot forget that. Fentanyl is used in medicine for people who have cancer and are at the end stage and have severe pain. However, um, yes, fentanyl is going around in every community, unfortunately. Um, with that being said, Tristan, I have, we have created a fentanyl awareness pack that had testing strips in it. Wow. Um, we also included local resources because we all want our local resources um, of people where they can go to get their um, drugs tested. Not drugs as in pills like headache pills. We're talking about, you know, meth, weed, mm. and all of that stuff because it is important. It is an important part to reduce an overdose is to also make sure if you're a user, at least make sure, please, that your drugs are safe. And so where are some of the resources or some of the places, especially in the Pueblo community, are those available on the website at PuebloHealth.org? So there are available on the website, but um, one great uh, organization is Harm Reduction and then there is uh, the Access Point, which is a harm reduction site, and also uh, so SCARA, which is also located in Pueblo. Both of these agencies are harm reduction sites, and they, they give out um, clean supply for people who use, but also at the same time, they give out Narcan. They also give out uh, fentanyl testing strips. And those both will have links available on our website at PuebloHealth.org to learn more about both of those harm reduction sites. Melinda, yes. something I know you're so passionate about, not only ensuring safe disposal of drugs and safe use uh, to ensure that overdoses are not taking place in this community, but to start the conversation entirely, you are most proud of the work you're doing in reducing that stigma. Now, tell yes. our listeners a little bit about that. All right, Pebloans. Yeah. <laughs> so we have, we here at the PHP, PDPHE created a anti, at first it was called an anti-stigma campaign, which we have now changed to empower to recover campaign. And the name of the campaign is Your Words Have Power. So that being said, your words have power. They can either negatively influence somebody, but they can also uh, provide great encouragement, motivation to recover or, um, you know, start about thinking about recovery. So with that being said, we have interviewed 15 individuals from the community who had um, at one point struggled with substance use disorder, but um, are now recovered. Now these people uh, share their stories and pretty much educate peplones of, hey, yes, it is possible to recover. And hey, yes, it is possible to have a successful life, even if you have struggled from substance use disorders. So um, that campaign, I travel, well, within Pueblo County, I go to different places and display it. So the next one will be next Saturday at the mall from three to six, right outside JCPenney. So if you're interested, come on out. Sorry, Tristan, I had to throw that out there. And... Um, so yes, and usually some well sometimes we have the storytellers come out mm -hmm. and people can ask them questions and they get great answers, great resources and again, the goal is to not only reduce the stigma in Pueblo but 
also empower those who are currently still going through something that recovery is possible. I'm also always looking for new um, participants who are willing to tell their story. Um, you can have a picture taken with that or you can have no picture. Um, that would be completely up to you and you would also get a 20 to 25 dollar gift card as incentive and it's wonderful to hear those stories melinda i've gotten a chance to see some of the stories meet some of the folks whose stories are actually being told as part of that campaign and the common denominator with all of them is that stigma around drug use was their limiting factor for actually seeking treatment and yes. so they wanted to recover they wanted to no longer be dependent yes but it was the stigma around it and people judging them and and this campaign is there to tell them the people that are speaking about it have the power to also stop that stigma. Exactly, and I love that. exactly. And with that being said, this campaign targets everyone. So there's not just a specific population that we go to and say, hey, don't say this. It's everyone. It is from officials to uh, community members, everybody. So I try to be as uh, in many places as possible if time allows it. But like I said, next one will be next Saturday at the mall from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. Please come on out. Details for that will be available on the Public Department of Public Health and Environment's Facebook page. Melinda, final question before I let you out of here today uh, is an upcoming campaign you're working on. And this is putting naloxone in many, many, if not every, workplace in Pueblo County. I know this is something you're very excited about, a resource so very needed in our community. Tell us about it. Yes. So one way to uh, prevent death from an overdose is Narcan, aka naloxone. And so with that being said, we are trying to give out or get out Narcan within our community. At the same time, reduce the stigma that Narcan is only for, should only be available for people who use no anybody, family members, loved ones, uh, neighbors, anybody who is, who's taken opiates due to pain or whatever should have a Narcan available at their house. So um, we're now focusing on distributing Narcan into our community in restaurants and in bars and some nightlife entities. <laughs> nightlife entities. Yeah. That is the best way <laughs> I've ever heard somebody say a nightclub. Yes. And so with that being said, we'll come out, um, we'll provide them with training, we'll leave a Narcan kid there, and that will have, you know, the Narcan, of course, in it, uh, gloves, small instructions, and they can place it next to the AED kit or first aid kit, but to have it in their business is very critical because you can really save a life, and that's, hey, that that's, is the goal of the entire campaign. Exactly. Saving a life. Work. So yes. business owners or anybody listening that may be interested in that, Melinda, and may want more information or to actually get one of those kits in their business, what is the best way they can get a hold of you? So right now we're still working on a website where people can contact us, but it should be up and running within the next 30 to 60 days. And I will come back here on air with you and let you know. 
Well, Melinda Sentence, my guest today on Pueblo's Health. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me, Melinda. Enjoy the rest Welcome. of your day. Welcome. Thank you so very much, Tristan. You to, guys have a lovely, lovely Thursday out there. To all of our listeners of Pueblo's Health, I'm so glad you've taken the time to learn about public health here in Pueblo. Again, your one-stop shop, a podcast by the Pueblo Department of Public Health and Environment. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day.